Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. So I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but I have spent the last like hour trying to sneak around my house in absolute darkness to prevent uh, my dog from waking up. <laughs> my house is one room currently, <laughs> so, it's so it's bit harder impossible to sneak, to sneak around in my apartment. <laughs> I just don't want to wake Mac up when we record super early in the morning because she always demands so much like wandering around outside time. And I just... Yeah. She just wants to be <laughs> the, part of the podcast and you don't want a third podcast member. That's really what it comes down to. Uh, no, she wants to not have me record at all. She's trying to get it to be just you. Maybe you guys are in cahoots. <laughs> I am. We're trying to kick you out of the podcast. Yeah. Mac is like, maybe if mom can't participate. Hmm. But anyway, I thought everything was going super well. And then I started making my tea and she popped right up and was like, oh, what's happening in here? Uh, hey, mom. Uh, you got some food there? Yeah, exactly. Are you? I see you standing at the stove. Um, is there anything you'd like to give to me? Thank you Can you much. confess to me right now why you've been sneaking around the past hour? I want to know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I knew it was happening, but I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't want you to feel awkward, but now I have to because I'm concerned you might have food you're not sharing. <laughs> you were too loud making tea, mom. Come yeah, <laughs> exactly. But now she's finally curled up again, but she did okay. really spend like 15 minutes just wandering around the backyard. I'm like, it is too early for this. We need to record. <laughs> it is too early. There are no trees and it's too early for this. <laughs> yeah. I'm way too exposed to our neighbors after that huge tree trimming debacle. And I don't feel like sitting out here. I want to see Esther and talk Aww. about tarot. I know because last week we talked with each other like three mornings in a row. And I was like, Can, is it too obsessive to call Holly and just like talk to her while she's making her tea in the morning? Is that Girl, you much? know that I have a sister who calls me like my sister yesterday called me because she had a bunch of ideas for what uh, she thought we should do to the master bathroom. Oh, but all of them involved butts. Oh, well, like, I'm like, not what against about that. This shower curtain and it's just a bunch of butts. <laughs> I like that idea. I was wondering about Katie today. I'm like, I haven't heard from. We haven't had like a question from Katie lately. And I haven't heard from Katie lately. All I've seen is for her Instagram is her floating on flamingos. I know she's been on a lot of like vacations the last couple of weeks. I know I've missed. It's her. really absurd. But she has this like her uh, best friend has been kind of like helping her pay for all of these experiences. Oh. So. <sighs> I'm so oh, to be jealous. a graduate student again <laughs> to have the excuse to be like, Hey, I have a friend summer. with a salary. Would you mind helping me cover this bachelorette mm-hmm. party? <laughs> Don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> but to be fair, the last floating thing she did in big Sur was our family. And so that was like me and my parents covered her for that. <laughs> yeah, I Cause we it. needed her to be there. Yeah. Yeah, of course. But this would also be a good test because we can talk about Katie a lot and not tell her and see how many weeks it takes her to it listen to this episode. It takes for her episode. to listen to the podcast? <laughs> I know. Like, that's what I'm also counting on because it's not like an extra episode, bonus episode that involves her. It's like we're talking about her behind her back. Yeah. Like, in her front of her face. Exactly. Like, code. We'll see how long it takes her to <laughs> say anything about it. Hey, Katie. <laughs> we <be> love you. <laughs> card of the day yes i am using marigold tarot that i got for my birthday from you kylie yeah. oh my god your freaking birthday i, I know. Hear i'm talking about sneaking around my 
freaking house. <laughs> Look at me trying to not swear as much. We're already rated explicit. I don't We're explicit. It's, it's fine. Just swear as much I, you want. I'm such an asshole. No. I'm like talking about my dog and my sister and your birthday was like like two days ago. No, it's fine. My birthday this year has been like a whirlwind. So it, you're not the only person. I've just felt like, okay, we're just going to wait until next year to like do it big. It's <laughs> so. almost like I was so stressed out about sending you your package that once it went into the mail, I just was like, all right, Esther's birthday's dead. And then since I was actually finished. out of it's over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like now that the gift is in the mail... Yeah, it's like I don't have to worry about this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so we've sorry. Had, had, we both have had like such bizarre summers I that know. I'm just like, just let's just get over this. Like my birthday yeah. was finished and we're done. <laughs> it's been bananas, but yeah. So we got yes. you the marigold tarot yes. for your birthday, yes. um, along with some other cool things. But I'm excited to see you work with the marigold tarot because it's very your aesthetic. I know. Well, and and like it surprises me because like. I am not like Kylie where I'm like in love with skulls and bones and things. I just have like this appreciation of it. Oh, like gold is what made me think of you. Oh yeah. So like, I just, I'm not like super into like, maybe it's just because of my past and like, that's always been like the creepy Halloween stuff or whatever. and kind of been like forbidden ish. Yeah. So, but I'm just like really like, Ooh, I like this. It's shiny and it's skulls. So our card of the day is the five of swords. Did we get the five of swords last week? No, we yes. got the five of wands oh, we got last the five week. Five of wands last week. So now we're continuing our, our suit of fives, the Damn five of swords. Girl. Yeah, no kidding. Know. What Maybe are we? we do need I to think like- it's take a little break <laughs> i think it's our our summer is just like it's just like y'all are worn out y'all yeah. need to take a break <laughs> and we're still trying super hard to like burn the candle on both ends both and get ends. everything done even well, though there's yeah. so much going on yes because you have like biz- like your work stuff going on and i have my moving stuff going on yeah and self-work stuff is gonna not- pause for like three like two weeks and then just come back with vengeance right before <laughs> labor day yeah so, but we're but gonna yeah, five it. of swords yeah because i think we just did our episode on the five of swords too where to me it's like more of like exposing like negative self-talk to me that's kind of what it exposes like you know yeah. where i could be better towards myself and how i think about myself and how i'm injuring myself with what how i think yeah so. hopefully we can move past the fives yeah because the fives week. are two weeks in a row is a bit intense yeah Ooh. but we're i mean we're okay we so are okay news. it's just yes. like fine it's just exposing it's it, i think it's just exposing weaknesses that we need to be attentive of yeah look All at right. me using so a force have a, uh, i guess strategy for the upcoming week yeah we're gonna do some five work it's fives <laughs> oh my gosh let's just get Does out of five like super the- official all of the, all the fives in every suit is like negative, really bad and negative. Well, they're just it's just a low point in every yes, suit. In every suit, so it's kind of like, can we just not draw the five of pentacles and <sighs> the five of cups. wait? We've done ones cups. Thank you. I was like, what, <laughs> what's have we not done one? yet? That's the fourth suit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's where we're at, people. Five of swords. <laughs> well, I'm using um, the Muse Tarot because I, know. I, saw I got you take it in the, the mail, box. and all of the suits have been changed for that. So it oh. is one of those things where it's like, oh, what is that other suit supposed to mean? But I couldn't help it. I had to use it. I'm at the point where I just want to buy that deck for the salmon edges. Oh, my salmon God. salmon edges. So good. I yeah. hope that more... So this has been a conversation on some Kickstarter decks. Like, I know for... Um, the Dachshund tarot, that tarot oh, deck yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. horizontal and all pictures of Dachshunds, 
there was a conversation, and I think also on the, maybe Madame Clara's the five cent whatever one. Oh yeah. Um, the conversation, because I think people are getting a little bit burnt out from metallic edges on Kickstarter decks. Oh yeah. 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 And so then the conversation becomes like, well, what about a matte color? And the matte color is so I good. love matte color. I prefer matte color to metallic personally, because yeah. metallic always leaves like a weird scent. Most, many and times. And it gets so sticky to it. Like it's, it's very just, sticky. Yeah. I totally agree. So I think, I mean, I think that Chris Ann did such a good job with both of these decks, but the edges are something that just like sends it Pops. from being beautiful to being like wild and incredible. Yes. 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 I am trying to keep myself from buying it currently because I'm trying to buy a house. Well, you can't buy it yet because she's still sending out orders. So I know, it's not but even I'm just saying I'm order. I'm trying to already pre-reason myself out of buying out the of deck. <laughs> well, like I I went to her links today and I was like Esther, back out of it now before you start trying to buy these both decks for eighty something you know bucks and sending it to you because you don't even have an address yet. You have no. You can address. send it to me. I have a bunch of stuff for you. Always, <laughs> always. I, I think I have like five decks gonna pile up at your house. Soon. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I have two already. Yeah. All right. Should we do our first question? Yes, we shall. Okay. So our first question is from Stacy, and Stacy says, "I'm facing a number of difficult situations, but mostly I need some tarot energy input to guide me on whether or not I should move on from my current position um, due to a toxic work environment. The hard part is that I love my job, but the environment and manager is making me anxious, depressed, and physically ill. Ew. I also would like to uh, would like to know suggestions for explaining my departure from this employer so that I'll be considered for positions in my field." Um, I have ideas, but it will always help, but it always helps to get ideas from others. Okay. I have a feeling that they have, because of the second portion that they've already decided to move on. Oh yeah, for sure. I think, I mean, do you remember, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but do you remember when I kept getting the two of swords over and over and over again? Yes. It was basically this exact situation. I loved my job, but I really could not handle my supervisor and kind of like the office environment that they'd created. So I had decided that I needed to move on, but I didn't want to be that person who like left a position after less than a year. And right. like, I didn't want that to make me look really bad. So I already knew what I wanted to do. And that's why the two of swords kept coming up for me because it was like, yeah, just make the decision. Like stop being, trying to justify around it, you know? Right, right. And it was also, it was making me physically ill. And like, I was dealing with such anxiety about it too, because it's hard when you're like, I really like what I'm doing, but I can't be here anymore. Yeah. (laughs) So how do we want to break this down? Okay. So then we'll go ahead and do our typical two paths. The classic. (laughs) Let's do the, yeah, just to set the groundwork, let's do the classic. And then we can do like explanation stuff after. Yeah. So one of us will... T- oh, wait. Marigold just exploded all over my desk. <laughs> Come back, Marigold. Marigold's like, I don't like this idea. This is a bad idea. Go I'll on. do uh, three cards for staying in the toxicity. Okay. And I will do three cards for leaving the toxicity. Even though I have a feeling I know what the answer is going to be, but we will see. <laughs> I just love it when this happens so much because it's like, okay, of course. So for staying in the toxicity, I got the 10 of swords, the seven of wands and the devil. Oh my gosh. <laughs> for leaving, I have the eight of rings, which in Marigold Tarot is the eight of pentacles. Oh, okay. 
the Ace of Cups and the Wheel of Fortune. So I think it'll definitely be like a topsy turvy time and a time like where you're unsure, like there's that feelings of like uncertainty. Yeah. But it's also going to be like a time of refinement of whatever skills you have, yeah. as well as like new emotional beginnings where it's not as like doom and gloom as you have right now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so then what do we want to do for like the movie? How? how okay, like, so they asked for, for how to like out. phrase stuff, like how to kind of break it. That's how I, I feel like it is. How to kind of break it to their people. Yeah. That they are leaving. I kind of feel like I want to pull a compendium for that because I feel like compendium's a little bit oh interesting more open to that yeah grab that sucker. okay I'm grabbing I it. Okay. Even, I haven't unpacked fully from my trip to Big Sur so I don't even know where my compendium is right now you have like two two versions of compendium that's true that's the one that I have devils of. <laughs> Because she was selling a damaged box, and I was like, Claire, sorry. And you can't find either of them, Holly? Did you bring both of them to Big Sur? No, just one. But but I actually don't know where my other one is, so it's. I think it's, like, in a drawer instead of just on my shelves. Okay, let me... Well, I will pull... How many cards? Yeah, pull three cards or four cards cards or whatever about, like... The phrase, the phrasing you could use. And actually, why don't we, instead of it being about how to tell your supervisor, why don't we have it be about how to tell potential new employers? Yeah. Because that's always the tricky part. You can't say, I just can't get along with my supervisor. So if you use, like, specific phraseology to, like, yeah. express that it just wasn't a good fit, which is usually just, it wasn't a good fit. It yeah. usually works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it wasn't a good fit. You can't, because you can't really, like, even though you would love, love to admit to them that they were, it was, like, an emotionally abusive environment. Yeah, like, Saying that exactly. is not, <laughs> like, the you best You just thing. can't really say that to people. So how to phrase it to new employers. You can say it to people if you know them really well, but if it's an yes. interview, it's trickier because people are like, I don't have the context for this. <laughs> Four. Okay, so I have message... Manipulate and manipulate sounds negative, but as a seven of swords person, it means being creative <laughs> with your words. Yeah, totally. Be creative. Okay, Stacy. Okay. And abundance and heal. So I think that it's definitely like you're moving a place that's to a place that's healthier for you where you yeah. can grow and you can feed into and you can clearly communicate. So probably if somebody asked, like, well, why did you leave? You would want to just focus fully on the moving forward stuff rather than even addressing why you left. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this place is a better place fit because of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Why did you leave? Well, I just was excited about having this new opportunity. Exactly. This new opportunity to grow and move forward and yeah don't even talk about the past the old place yeah exactly because the other thing is that if you're in the same industry there's a pretty good chance that people also in that industry also have opinions about the supervisor yes and that they know each other because that's what happened to my previous job when i interviewed for it my current supervisor at my at the former job that i had they showed up the same day as my interview and it was very awkward because Yikes. I'm like, I'm interviewing for this new position. Well, and, and when I switched into my new department, it was like not a secret that my previous supervisor had been somebody that was difficult. Oh. Like people were like, oh yeah, well, you know. But that it's good situation. that if you don't like bad talk these other people too, because it shows like how resilient and how. Well, and it wasn't, like, yeah, it's not even about too. that. It's just that like, if somebody is difficult to work with, there's a really good chance that they're difficult to work with for peers as well as, as subordinates. Well as so yeah. it's not like it's that. 
big of a surprise when somebody's kind of ready to move on. So you don't even have to focus on that. You could just focus totally on the excitement about moving forward. Yes, definitely. So should we talk about like steps to take to move forward so that she can? Yeah, I think feel... so because maybe if they're uncertain, feeling uncertain, then they can feel like a bit more steady. Yeah, and like ways to yeah, exactly. Like instead of just feeling like, well, I need to leave this and I'm not sure where to go, we could yeah pull some cards about a direction to face. Maybe we should do that, and then also how to like protect yourself in the intermediate time while you're still Ooh. in this role. Ooh. I like it. Okay. Do you want to do the first one and I'll do the protect yourself one? Yes. I will do, what's it, what is it? What to look for? It's kind of forward? like, yeah. Like, like advice going forward. forward. Steps forward. Okay. And I'll, to find a new job specifically. Okay. And I'll do self-protection. Okay. So interestingly, I got the seven of cups. The Eight of Cups and oh. the Page of Wands. So Seven oh. of Cups is make a decision. Eight of Cups is move on. And Page of Wands is like, like explore and try new things. To yeah. Me. And for protecting yourself, I got the Ten of Wands and the Seven of Swords. So just kind of like understand that while you're still in this situation, you're going to keep being exhausted. But gather information. And I feel like in the Seven of Swords, almost in this context, is like, keep your ear to the ground because there will be rumblings of something new coming down the pipeline or some opportunity that might arise. And so if you cannot allow yourself to just feel so like 10 of wandsy and allow mm. yourself to still sort of be engaged enough so that if something does come through the grapevine about an offering being available, yeah, uh, you'll be able to jump at it. And then also because when you, when you have your ear, ear to the grapevine cannot possibly be that idiom. No, it's 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 ear to the ground. Okay, yes. Heard <laughs> yes, it through the grapevine, ear to the ground. Those are the okay. only two that I know. I'm like saying it over and over again and being like, no, that's no. not right. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, if you have your ear to the ground, you also feel like you're a little bit more in control. So like, don't be afraid to kind of be like trying to get gossip almost. Yeah. Well, and I think that goes really well with the manipulate card that I pulled with compendium. Yeah. Because seven of cords, a uh, seven of cords, seven of swords to me is that people always say it's like that lying card and that, you know, that someone's trying to get something over on you. But to me, it's also that like creatively thinking yourself out of a situation with a good solution. Well, and also like if, if it's in the context with other people, then yeah, sometimes you have to, I just don't think that there's anything bad about trying no. to hear the gossip and like understand no. what's going on. But I also have a nickname in my office that I'm like, I'm, I really love the cheese may like, please give me cheese may. I want to hear it so badly. Yeah. Like, well, I but also use that to your advantage, like in the office of new positions or new things that are coming up, you know, down the line and behaviors that are going on, like just yeah. use it to your advantage. It's not, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. And understand that you're just going to be exhausted from all of the, like, emotional labor of dealing with a difficult boss, but you can still work towards moving forward. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, good luck, Stacey. We love you, Stacey. You can do it. Yes. <laughs> and for our second question of the episode, it's from our friend Lindsay. I just graduated from college with a degree in English. I currently work at Trader Joe's, which I love, but I am hoping to branch out into the professional world. I just got an offer with AmeriCorps for academic coaching slash tutoring, which sounds like a position I would really love. However, the pay is minuscule. I think I could make it work as I'm young and single, but I would I would have little to no financial freedom. My question is, should I move forward with this opportunity that sounds really fulfilling and exciting, or should I keep looking for a more traditional job that will put me in a better financial position? Oh, so hard. I know. 
AmeriCorps is a really cool program. I have a lot of friends who've done it, but it is like, it's kind of like we've talked about this before, but like when there's like a mission based yeah. role, how you just have to sacrifice a lot of both like time, energy and money, because mm-hmm. the idea is that you are being supportive of the mission of the organization. Yeah. And that can be really stressful. And I'm currently at a position where it's not for the money. It's for the job itself. Like the money is not like good at all. But to me, it was more important that I got my passion out. So yeah, it's kind of like one of those things too, where you have to kind of consider like, is it worth it in the end for you or not? So, well, and if you aren't miserable in your current job and you're just sort of like, I feel like I should move into a new role. Is that really, yeah, it's kind of like that millennial struggle of like, should I get a professional job because it's expected of me or, yeah. When mm. I, between uh, between college and grad school, I worked at Panera and I loved that job. <laughs> it you was are so definitely great. Panera spoke person. Like, I loved working at Panera. Panera. I thought it was so much fun. My coworkers were awesome. It was just kind of a blast. And when I left, I was like, oh man, if this higher education thing doesn't work out, <laughs> I'll just, just go back to Panera. Panera. Branch. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'll just yeah. open my own. Although there's a lot of nights and weekends that you have to work with that sort of thing. That's but anyway, true. okay. So what do we want to do? Uh, I, just two paths, like going with yeah, AmeriCorps I would, or not? I would say like stay, staying where she is now or going to her AmeriCorps, what those that would look like. And then we can kind of branch off from there. Okay. Which one I do you want to do? Uh, I will stay staying at Trader Joe's because I like Trader Joe's a lot. Okay. And there was never one in my town. So I only went to Trader Joe's like three times my entire life. Oh my goodness. All right. And I'll do AmeriCorps. I drew the page of cups, the nine of swords and the six of swords. So definitely this is like a moving, it to me, it tells me it's like a, it's going to create anxiety if you stay here. Like yeah. to me, that's what it says. Like it's going to create anxiety and you're just going to have that feeling that you need to move that on. you need to like, move on. Which is fine, because I it's think fine. that she already has yeah. that feeling about that job anyway. It's just more about if... It's like confirming that, like that, that your feelings are valid. Yeah. Yeah. So for doing AmeriCorps, I got Death, the Five of... Wait, hold on. Five of Wands. <laughs> Sorry. <Okay. laughs> it's Five of Inspiration. So I was like, which one is Inspiration again? Uh, five <laughs> of Inspiration and then The World. Okay. So I think that like it might be a good option, but there's definitely going to be some feelings of like you're not winning, I guess, yeah. as much as you'd hope to be. Um, the death, like the having the hard restart and allowing yourself to really go down this new path is positive to me. And also the world is positive to me because it's going to be like opening up all of these new ideas for you. Yeah. But the five of wands is saying that like you'll still feel like some conflict and some some like competitiveness. And I think that that could really come down to the financial side of things. Yeah. If you're feeling like your peers are starting to have jobs where they're making more money or getting more acclaim or whatever, that could be really hard. But the AmeriCorps option would be allowing you to like see the world in a way that you haven't gotten the chance to see it yet through teaching or whatever, like the coaching stuff that they would have you doing. So it could really start you down a good path, even if that isn't necessarily the exact right thing for you to be doing. The good thing about AmeriCorps is that it's temporary. Also, I think it's like maximum of two years. So it's not like you would be stuck there forever, but you may be feeling a little bit competitive and conflicted in those intervening two years while you're sort of trying to figure out the step after that. Should we pull cards for a different opportunity? Yeah, maybe like maybe instead of just focusing on staying at Trader Joe's, focusing on continuing to search 
because yeah. that I think even that distinction because in I think it's like pigeoning them in Lindsay in too much yeah because it's like either Trader Joe's or AmeriCorps and there may be yeah, something different it's like that's holding tight and keeping looking that makes sense right yeah. that's a sentence yeah I feel like that makes sense <laughs> holding right, tight everybody? and keeping looking that's totally great syntax <laughs> Good job, Holly. Okay, so do you want to pull for what? Maybe we can each pull a card for like pull a card for you. Yeah, so keeping looking, continuing to look. Yeah, keeping looking. Keeping is looking. Not how to say that? Continuing to look. <laughs> okay, so each pull a card for continuing to look. And I betrayed our sacred trust of pulling cards because I pulled two cards. Jerkus Minerkus. <laughs> All right, I got the Ace of swords okay i pulled the eight of swords which is interesting because we both got swords and the five of cups okay i should not have pulled that second card well because that then it just fucked everybody no, it's up good to know i think that that's the thing is that if you keep looking you're gonna feel like you maybe missed your one chance but yeah. that's not how that and works. to me like the eight of swords is like heading towards that like freedom that's your own choice yeah. and not somebody else's choice that you're that you are like pigeonholed yeah, into totally is that right i don't know if i'm saying i think so because it's like there's there are more options than those two options and if you're feeling like by not doing americorps you're not like choosing something that's kind of where the eight of swords comes into play for me like yeah. the lack of choice but if you can reframe it for yourself as saying like no i actually just want to allow myself time or whatever i don't know i feel like the ace of swords that i got is like there's to me there's, there's like this new inspiration there's this new idea that will come to you and you're gonna have to make that decision on your yeah. own and it may involve disappointments that you'll have to like turn down other things like americorps but it'll be your own choice and you won't feel like you have to make a decision based on the fact that you need to move on yeah. so totally to me it's empowering i think so too well good luck and keep us yes, updated good luck Lindsay. Lindsay. We love you. yeah because i know it's keep us updated. but also like you're not doing you're not there's no such thing as behind track when you've just finished no. a huge journey and college is a huge journey and then you you're done and you're like oh my god i'm not advancing the way other people are but that's not the same as like being stagnant it's just that people yeah. have different paths through this stuff and I think that sometimes people just like I when I was in grad school, I kept thinking that I, I thought it would be a really interesting research topic to talk about the transition from college to post college, because a lot of the transition from high school to college is so regimented, like in handheld, mm -hmm. like people, even if you feel like you don't know what you're doing, there are people that you can go to and say, I don't know what I'm doing. And they'll be like, well, here are X, Y and Z resources. But right. when you're leaving college and going into the post-college life, nobody can tell you what you need to do next the way that they can when you're transitioning from high school to college. So that's yeah. why you're kind of expected to know what you're going to do. Yeah, and you need to, you know, which kind is of do it. way stressful because how on yes. earth are you supposed to do all of that at once? Especially in this economy, for fuck's sake. Well, it's, it's, yeah, I graduated from college in 2009, so I feel like it's slightly easier for my students now to find jobs than it was for my classmates to find jobs, just because it was, like, during an actual crash when we were, although, who knows, I'm <laughs> not an economist, so I have no idea. <laughs> anyway. It's just hard. It's so hard. So we love you, Lindsay. Yeah, you we, can totally do this. And you also, can totally do this. Yeah. yeah. I, you have everything within your grasp to be capable of making this decision. And, and stop feeling yourself. like you are in the Eight of Swords mode. Step out of yeah. that Ring of Swords. 
All right, so now we have Patreon shoutouts. Yes, Patreon shoutouts. And again, we mentioned this last week, but we're going to be reorganizing our Patreon tiers starting on September 1st. And so uh, if you currently are at the $25, $20, or $10 tier, now would be a good time to adjust yourself to being part of the $5 or $15 tier so that we don't have to just cancel your support completely <laughs> when we do the reorganization. <laughs> yes. We contacted Patreon. There's no way to do it. There's no way to do away with tiers. Like merge? Yeah, there's that no way to merge strange. tiers. You have to just like cancel people's stuff. So if you want to adjust it now, you totally can. All right. So we're going to give our shout outs to our patro- newest Patreon supporters. The first yes. one is Jeff. And Jeff, your card is... Ah! careful <laughs> More marigold tarot marigold just does not want to stay in hand yes apparently not the ten of swords all right oh there's gosh, nowhere jeff. to go but up jeff okay and sarah three four five six seven your card is the sun oh Aww. yay jamie your card is the ace of wands <laughs> And Sarah, number two. Hopefully, you both can like decide which Sarah you yeah, are. Yeah, I mean, these two Sarahs have the same first name, middle initial, and last name, but it's under two different email addresses. So we're hoping. So we think if, it if might be the same Sarah. People, we're just not sure. So we're not sure. But so it's the same Sarah. Just cancel one of them. Our feelings will be hurt. We promise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or take we're just both a little bit confused. We love you. Yeah. And the, whatever the second Sarah, your card is the Ten of Cups. So both good cards. Maybe it good is the thing. same Sarah. Getting the sun and the Ten of Cups for these two Sarah T's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Denise, your card is the Knight of Cups. Oh. And Whitney, your card is the Five of Wands. Keep persevering. Yes. It's okay. Exactly. You can deal with it. You can get through it. Yeah. So if you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash wildly tarot podcast. And yes. like we said, we're adjusting a bunch of stuff. Um, so it's going to be more accessible to people. And we're really excited about it. And so you can yes. check it out there. And we just released our cults. Episode, oh yeah, we like, did. Cult we did episode. our very first cult mini sode where each of us tells yeah. the other about a cult. Yes, and that was really a lot of fun. Even though we had to like speedily go through, yeah, it because Holly had to go to work. Yeah, but it was still fun. We <laughs> wanted to keep it at half an hour because I had to go to work. This is uh, last week when we recorded three mornings in a row, so I had to go to work. So we did. We it hated quickly. each other by the last day. Yeah, That's really right. What it would end up being. <laughs> Doubtful. <laughs> I'm like, you only have 15 minutes to tell me about this wild Japanese cult because I have to go to work. <laughs> Speed it up. (laughs) Go fast. I love it. All right. So it's time for our deck of the week. And this week we're talking about the Crystal Unicorn Tarot. Oh, this deck is so good, everybody. So we did talk about it on Holistic Tarot Agency, which no longer exists. And so since we've archived all those episodes, we thought we could revisit some of our greatest hits. And we want to talk about this deck because it's just one of our favorites. It is. Like, I recommend this deck a lot. Yes. And also, it would be such a cute back-to-school gift. For a it, it would te- like definitely for a kid yes. of any age anyway so yes. <laughs> um from their website it says imagine plus sparkle plus mama- manifest poof uh what <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of formatting here so uh, poof yourself into a magical forest of crystal 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 unicorns <laughs> where anything is possible 
Tap into your intuition and connect with your crystal unicorn guides to find answers that you need to know right now. Let this colorful and enchanting deck help you dive into the world of tarot, heal with unicorns, and get obsessed with crystal magic. Pamela Chen, clairvoyant and friend of the uniforms and a crystal intuitive, created this mystical deck based on the Rider Waite system. A handy damn... What is with me? Why can't I speak? You don't even have big words, Holly. Dandy, dandy, gorgeous guidebook is also included with a 78-card deck with interpretations and two magical spreads. It's illustrated by uh, Lisa Higuchi Graphics, and the calligraphy is from Karina Komeda. And the calligraphy is gorgeous. It didn't even occur to me that that would be done by somebody separate, but the art is so good. So what are your general impressions and the vibe of this deck? Okay, so the vibe of the deck is very beginner-friendly. Yes. I'm going to say that. Like, beginner, RWS, very beginner-friendly. Literally, I recommend this whenever someone says, like, hey, what's a good beginner deck? I'm like, Crystal Unicorn Tarot is, like, <laughs> the deck. Pretty perfect for this. Yeah. And um, the cardstock is yes, the yes, best yes, cardstock yes, yes, I've come across. Yes, 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 yes. Because yes. it, like, well, the, at first when you get it, it's, like, a little bit stiff. But yeah. once you kind of shuffle it really well and, like get it like all worked in what am i saying i don't know no anymore. like totally worn in once you kind of crack yeah, worn it in. thank you i was like worked in is not exactly the phrase worn once you get kind of worn in it's like butter it's and so like it's that buttery. soft matte and this was the i think the first indie deck i bought because i bought like the pamela coleman smith like centennial edition first and then this was my first like the second deck i bought oh interesting and i use this deck so much and i absolutely adore it and so, yes, definitely, like, this is, like, one of my, like, must-buys in my collection. Yeah, I really like it. And I got it through uh, Indiegogo, but you can actually buy it on Amazon now because Amazon, Pamela yeah, set yeah. up, like, a storefront there. So it's yeah. definitely accessible. And it's... and I think it's releasing on app within a couple of weeks because Pamela's been, like, advertising that. So I th- definitely on Apple because Fool's Dog picked it up. Fool's Dog is, like, a tarot deck app curator yeah and so they picked it up and so it should be released in a couple of weeks and usually fool's dog is like five bucks oh yeah that's true for android and there. for apple so if you don't feel like you want to like necessarily buy the deck first if you want to try it out definitely go for the app first check it out and then buy definitely like i would just definitely push like the in-person deck because it's, it's really nice yeah exactly it. it's very like like you said the cardstock is pretty much second to none although i do feel like more people are finding ways to make this happen but in addition yeah. to that the colors are really really i love unicorny they're pastel they're still vibrant right they're happy they're just really good but the funny thing is that even despite all of that it's not like it's constantly just giving like happy happy joy joy readings it still gives really solid readings it just does it in like a little bit more of a like pretty color light and sunshine sort of way it doesn't take away from, like, the, the kick in the gut that sometimes tarot gives you, but it, like, adds, like, the little bit, like, hello, you suck, but I love you, you know? Like. <laughs> and I totally forgot until just now when I was looking at the book list that I created a pep talk spread based around oh, yeah, you did. lore. And yeah, that was the first Because that was the first I ever... reading I got from you. Yeah, exactly. Before we yeah. were friends, Esther bought a Before reading we for friends. me doing a crystal, pep, crystal unicorn inspired pep talk reading. Yeah, because I had never gotten a reading before, and I was, like, a little leery about tarot readings because of my past, and I was like, uh, I feel like a pep talk would be a good start. Yeah. And that it was a great start, because, like, when you go into it, you're like, I'm going to get an amazing pep talk out of this. There's no, like, doom and gloom in the future. Yeah. There's just, like, 
you're an amazing person and this is why. And so, also yes. the other thing that I think is not super clear to everybody is that the spread can be used with other decks besides the Crystal Unicorn deck. Oh yeah, definitely can be. <laughs> it can. It's inspired by unicorn lore, but it's something that's adaptable. All right, yes. so what kind of readings have you used it for? It seems like basically just anything. Everything right? and anything. General readings, I think it does really well, especially because of the RWS system. So it's a great learning deck. Yeah. Because it broadens your horizon from the RWS, like beyond just like white people, rich people in the RWS system. Like it's like unicorns and it kind of takes away that those sort of archetypes that we're used to seeing in the RWS system. Yeah. So I feel like this is like a really great general deck for kids. It'd be perfect because they're cute unicorns for adults it's perfect because it's like you're kind of like you're not on your guard when you're using this yeah deck. So it I've feels easy it to like open everything. up with it for sure so yeah yeah anything, i think yeah i totally agree with everything you said i think it's a really nice rws variation because you don't get quite as like trapped in the why are all these people dressed like it's the medieval era stuff yeah yeah. And they're just, it's just funny. Like some of the cards are legitimately funny because they're it's a so unicorn cute. instead of a human. And you're like, yeah. that, you don't have opposable thumbs. How are you handling this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they're, they're just so, and there's like crystals in every single card. There's a unicorn in every single card. Yeah. And so crystal unicorn tarot delivers on uh, their both title. of those promises. Exactly. So what are your favorite <laughs> cards in the deck? I have five favorite cards. Oh, me too. I love the magician because the colors are beautiful. And like it's holding an arrow in its mouth, and I think it's just adorable. And it's just because again, no opposable thumbs. I know, but they get around that because in the two of cups, we see them holding the cups by their tails. I know, so cute. (laughs) That is so hilarious. Them holding the cups by the tails. But I love that they have like the traditional RWS imagery because because there's that line with like the weird wings that's in the normal like tube of cups card yeah. and stuff. But you also get like the unicorns that are like taking you off your guard and like, Oh, there's two of cups. So you, there's that. I love those little flashbacks to the traditional totally. stuff yeah. because that's what I'm kind of used to. So I think it's a great deck to learn from because you get all the traditional stuff on with unicorns. Yeah. I, I know I'm not making sense, but I just no, love that. that totally because, makes sense. And then, Actually, I love the sun because even though I don't like the sun itself, the or sun, the sun deck, card itself, <laughs> the sun card is so adorable. It's beautiful. Like the like, there's purples and pinks, and the horse is holding a flag in its hand. There's no naked baby, which I appreciate. <laughs> I don't understand the naked baby in the original, but I love that there's no naked baby here. So I love this the sun card. It's just I think it's beautiful and kind of like embodies more of what the sun like it's supposed to mean opposed to other cards that we see for the sun. You just hate the sun. <laughs> I do not. But it's just positive. Thank you. Yeah. I've said this before. It's just, thank you. I adore the Empress card. Yeah. I think that's really cute because too. I think it's like the teals is beautiful. The teals is beautiful. The teal is beautiful. And she's sitting on the pillow and just lounging. Like, I feel like I would love to do all this. Empress. <laughs> That would be my like, move. Just bring me wine on the pillow. Yeah, exactly. And I'm fine. <laughs> and then my last favorite card is actually the Three of Swords. I love the Three the, of Swords. That's one of my favorites too. The heart is like a rainbow heart, and there's like a storm in the background. And actually, I, I'm a person that loves storms, so uh, so like I really just feel like this card like just kind of takes that terror away from the three of swords that we normally see. Like, yeah. Like and I think it's because like... the colors have been brightened. Cause even in the traditional yeah. one, there's still a storm raging behind the three of the three of swords heart. But in this case, the heart is like rainbows. And even though it's still 
I feel like there's a little bit more hope. Like how we've been talking so much yeah. about how the Three of Swords is acknowledging pain. I feel like this Three of Swords is like acknowledging pain, but then for some strange reason, it also feels like there's like a glimmer of hope within yeah. that pain. Yeah, definitely. So those are kind of my favorites. All right. So, so I have the Three of Swords and then also the Nine of Pentacles because I just think it's really funny oh, yeah. that the bird is sitting That was on one of the ones I, I almost picked up. I love him, the way it looks like the bird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the gazing in like the different animals cracks me up through And there's a tiny little snail. Oh, just a baby snail. snail. And then I love the Six of Wands because the traditional Six of Wands is a guy on a horse. And obviously, since this is a unicorn, it's just a unicorn carrying (laughs) a victory crown and a sword. And it's just, like, really adorable because, I don't know, anyone that's supposed to be a horse that just ends up being a unicorn just makes me laugh really hard. Yes, Um, definitely. And for the same reason, I really love the Seven of Cups because normally it's a figure of a man with a sheet over his head in one of the cups. But in this case, it's a unicorn and just the horn is sticking out, yes. <laughs> which makes me laugh really hard. I think that that's pretty adorable. This deck is so It's just so cute. cute. Like, I think it's one of the cutest decks. Like, this and Happy Terror are, like, the two cutest decks I've yeah. come across. And then I also really love, my last favorite, is the Ace of Pentacles because, oh, yes. I don't know, all the aces make that me laugh. It's just a giant huff in the sky <laughs> holding a thing. <laughs> And it just makes me laugh so hard. It's so adorable. And I just love you. The idea of using a unicorn in this way. (laughs) Yeah. They just, it just like this deck has so many like adorable touches. Like, I cannot yeah. with this deck. It's just really funny. And like the crystal. And the backs are beautiful too. The the backs. Oh, yeah. It's just just really well done. And then also, I know that if you're in like Pamela's uh, Facebook group, she just created a 79th card. That's called like donut worry. And it's like a unicorn at a donut shop, which is funny. Um, And she also has like a coloring book. Yeah. The book is really cute because there are like coloring pages kind of, but it's like mini coloring pages. Like you can color the little unicorn cards and stuff. Well, and you can also buy an actual coloring book that she created. That's true. That's all crystal unicorns. What is the actual spread? Do you want to quit? I think that we have enough time to do the crystal, my unicorn spread. Oh yeah. Let's do your use. Let's, let's, let's do it for, for ourselves. Yeah. Let's do it for our whole, especially since we keep getting all these fives. Let's do it for the podcast. podcast. Yes. Hold on. Uh, Let me get to it. Okay. So it's called love your unicorn self tarot spread. And I created it based on unicorn lore. Actually, we still have another parameter. Do we want to pull a card representing our relationship with the deck? We can do it later. Okay. So we're shuffling everything back in. This is the spread that I did for Nathan when, in the Patreon episode also. Yes, you did. Yeah. You, you kind of like generalized it, but yeah, you did. Yeah. So yeah, that's, I forgot about that. So it's a, it's a really good general spread that doesn't scare people who are new to tarot because it's not like, you know, what your problem is and how to solve it. It's just like, here's some stuff about you. And all of the card positions are based on um, lore about unicorns. So the lore about unicorns is that they're magical, that they're truthful, that they're strong, that they're pure, and that they're untamable. Mm. So do we want to do what makes us magical? I'll do what makes us magical, and then you can do what could we be more honest with ourselves about. Okay, what can we be more (laughs) honest? Okay, what makes us magical is the Knight of Cups and the King of Swords. I pulled two and I like that because it combines kind of like the romanticism and idealism of like, Oh, we're going to do this podcast. It's going to be great with the pragmatism of like, how do we actually make this happen? And I think that that's like a balance that we've really struck in the last like eight months and right. Yeah. yeah probably about yeah. Eight, eight months. 
Um, and so that's what makes us magical. And what we could be more honest with ourselves about, three. I drew three cards. The reason it was because I drew my significant significator for the first oh, one. Oh, God. <laughs> the Queen of Wands. And I was like, I need to be more honest with myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. But I drew the Queen of Wands, the Ace of Swords, and the Queen of Cups. Huh. But you are typically the Queen of Pentacles. Yeah. So anyway, so I was just like, just trying to piece through that through. Interesting. Maybe I'm being too emotional and that's part of the problem. No, no, yeah, I, I don't think it's you're being too emotional. I feel like it's like you need to embrace that emotionality within yourself. There, that's Nobody has ever accused me of not embracing the emotionality. <laughs> well, let it go. <laughs> like, let it free. Don't, like, try to hide yourself from it. Because, like, with Ace of Swords, that kind of, like, leads to new ideas. Yeah, new that's true. Things. So don't like. Well, and that's true because when I started feeling so overwhelmed by all of the all of the stuff we were doing for the Patreon, I was like, I need like I finally let my emotions get the best of me, and I was like, I just can't do this. I can't just keep powering through, and that led to more ideas about like creating a store and all of the exciting stuff that we're gonna do for that. Yeah. So I I definitely think like not necessarily that you're not the queen of pentacles, but just saying in this instance like like, lean more into into that emotion like trusting your emotions and trusting your gut about that. And that will lead to us making better decisions as we go forward and stuff like that. Awesome. Well then I'll do what makes us strong and then you'll you're gonna do what makes us us. Oh makes us us. Okay. Sure. I got for what makes us strong I got the eight of swords and the five of swords and so I think that that's like really (laughs) hilarious because the five of swords is our card for the day but in the context of making us strong those two cards especially together are like we don't ever feel like we're backed into a corner like we can like get out of stuff and like be adaptable and change things so that they work better for us and that's a strength Yes. And then what makes us us, us, I laughed at this, the four of swords. We are definitely like resting people. We're like, I'm taking a break. (laughs) But also I pulled the ace of cups. I feel like we are like continually to like recognize our emotions and like filling our cups and knowing like how to rest well and how to self care well. Yeah. And I think we're hitting that balance finally. Like now that the summer is fucking over with, we're like work is done. We can kind of finally like rest in self care. Yeah. I think that's what it's kind of pointing to. I'm laughing at this because I just pulled for untamable what we should let run free. And I got the hermit and the queen of wands first. (laughs) Thanks. I know it. I know. So Esther spent all day packing and I feel like this is saying like, keep doing that. Like keep sort of like doing our own thing for a little bit. But then I also got the 10 of pentacles. And so I feel like that's sort of the, like the stuff that needs, like we have achieved a lot with this podcast. Like we're figuring it out. We're starting to feel a good balance with like getting stuff done. And that's definitely represented through the 10 of pentacles. So it's almost like reminding us that the stressful parts of our lives are not to do with this. Yeah. And that we need to like sit with this, like the stressful parts, uh, like solo, like, and not yeah. combine them with podcast stuff maybe. Yeah. All right. So now we'll pull a card to represent our relationship with the deck. I gotta put all these five cards back. <laughs> you can do it. Uh, but I'm trying to put them back in different places so we don't have like the problem of them coming up beside each other. We're just, just gonna get second. the Queen of Wands again. <laughs> I know. We did get the Queen of Wands quite frequently. And I'm surprised the Five of Swords came up again, but hello. Welcome yeah, we gotta work on us. that this week. Figure out what's going on. All right, my relationship with the deck is exemplified by the Knight of Swords. Which is funny, if we had pulled that before I suggested doing the spread, it would be like, 
You're being too crazy. You didn't think this through. And mine is the Three of Cups. Aw, thank so you. Because right, that was one of the other ones I was like, ugh, I'm not going to pick his favorite. But it's too I love that card anyway. Awesome. So next week we're going to be talking about Tarot for Troubled Times. We announced this last week. Esther, I have not started this yet, but based on things you've said to me, it sounds like you just have to power through that first chapter. Yes. I'm excited. This will be, be a thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yes. Tarot for Troubled Times. Perfect. Because times are troubled. Exactly. That, I mean, that is true. <laughs> Unarguably true. <laughs> this is like, so I had stopped drinking coffee for a really long time, and then I started drinking coffee again, and this is the first day that I haven't had coffee in like a couple of weeks. And my brain, man. It's amazing <laughs> it's how adaptable fun. we can be to our Your normal. brain's fine. Your brain is beautiful. Oh, thank you. Your brain is beautiful, too. All right, so that's our show. Don't forget to email us your questions. We'll take live questions or questions about tarot. You can find all of our contact information, including, like, an Amazon storefront and a form to submit questions with at wildlytarot.com. Also, tell your friends about us and rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. It helps us grow and makes us really happy. You can also follow us on Instagram at wildlytarotpodcast for pictures of the decks we're using, which we post to our stories, uh, and then also other stuff that go in the grid. And you can join our Facebook community by searching Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. Also, we post bonus content on Patreon each week. If you support us at the full level or higher, you can access all of it. We're at patreon.com slash Wildly Tarot Podcast. And remember. (laughs) Wow. We're doing great. (laughs) And remember, go forth and tarot wildly this week. We love you. (laughs) 